Hello, everyone, and welcome to a high-fashioned finale episode of Pod Leadum. That's Top Model Podcast spelled backwards. My name is J.D.B. Crump, and they're not bugs. They're fans. I'm Alexander Price, and don't let this beautiful scenery outcharm you. And I'm Hannah Jane Ginsburg. And now, when your lashes won it all, they can have it. (laughs) (laughs) And like I heavily, heavily implied, this is the finale of Cycle 15, our first high fashion finale. The episode title is boringly titled Roberto Cavalli. But I called it The Girl Who Watches Movies with Her Family. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God, I love that. And if you listen to this podcast with your friends, you should go to anchor.fm slash podleadum and become a Leadum Pod sponsor, just like Denise and Laura. Mm, I hope you're she friends, takes curves Denise like a Porsche. Laura. Hey, I'm Laura. She zigs, you zag. <laughs> Denise zigs. Denise oh. zigs, Laura zags. <laughs> and They're a perfect what's, pair. What's funny, too, is we know some people who also watch this or listen to us with their family. Which is amazing. A lot of moms, I feel like. Maybe some dads, maybe some other parents, but a lot of mom relationships, which I think, right. you know, we've we've repaired. <laughs> so be like Denise and Laura and go to anchor.fm slash podlito or click it in the link below. I do that for you, the listener. <laughs> to make it easy. You got a dollar. <laughs> You've got a finger to click. <laughs> Before we get into the episode proper. You know that I did the emotional labor of the recap episode. Is it recap o'clock? <laughs> we it are is. grateful as always. This was entitled High Fashion Highlights. And the dis- Yeah, uh-huh. In the dentist's <laughs> office. Yeah. The description of the episode on Amazon. Rewind and review what you have and haven't watched during cycle <laughs> 15 of America's Next Time. I love reviewing stuff I've never seen before. <laughs> That's the most generic thing possible. Remember when I didn't see this? <laughs> Rewind and review what you have and have not. So all your bases are covered, though. It's great. Tyra heavily implies they're like, they loved their house. And then we cut to Rihanna looking super grossed out about the sand room, which they repurposed to make it seem like she liked it. They did that in the episode, in the episode too. Rihanna. We... Start, we're going like House Rules by Chris, Tara, Liz, and Kendall. But then we are only given one house rule, and that is don't double dip. <laughs> because we see Anna Maria double dip into a salsa with a chip. Like Honestly, that could apply to a lot of situations, though. Sure. Also, honestly, not to be crass, but I can't believe they showed Anna Maria eating. eating. <laughs> That's why they didn't. We got a totally non-produced trip down the boardwalk with Lexi going to a tarot reader. And then the tarot reader says there is a lady involved who is controlling and bossy. And Lexi says, Tyra. Not Casey? (laughs) Yep. Lexi. They show an example of Mr. J connecting, quote unquote, with Kayla, which is 
just her crying and saying and him saying i'm impressed that was their connection because they make it seem like oh are we gonna say mr gay's queer mr j's mr gay mr, mr. J's. gay i like it <laughs> and then there's this clip where they're talking about anna maria getting eliminated and they're like the judges agreed with the judges about anna maria <laughs> Was top model tired? <laughs> Seemingly. There was a lot of Jane content, especially up front, including huh. a phone call home where she was making sure her friend bought Justin Bieber tickets and was very invested in that. Great. And then there was a section where the girls decided to, their words, thug Jane up, Ooh. where they give her braids, which did look good, uh, mm-hmm. a bandana, and tattoos, including... A neck tattoo that said Jane, a teardrop tattoo, and a tattoo that said Lil Jane bitch. And then put a tinfoil grill in her mouth. And yet she still has the career she's had. Yep. A la Natasha on that one one photo shoot. And what is the theme of this entire recap? And really it heads into the finale, so it makes sense. They hide that Anne won a single photo first call out. They don't reference it at all. Interesting. During the grill barbecue, they added extra smoke, like special effects to make it look like (laughs) they burned stuff. What a steamy barbecue with the boys. (laughs) We get the introduction of Myrtle, who is Chris's alter nerd ego, as in the parlance of the show. And it was a tactic to get rid of the men. So Myrtle was, you know, the grape thing? I think that was also a Myrtle character. Oh, my God. I love it. It was like, there was, the recap is almost, just watch the beginning to get Myrtle because Chris is like, she's just like, I'm a model. (laughs) It's great. I love it. It's like putting on your pajamas to get people to leave your house. Mm -hmm. There was also this weird fight about margarita mix slash tequila. Because Chris heard from someone that Casey said that Chris drank the tequila margarita mix, but Chris was underage and she needed to come and confront Casey about that. And then Casey didn't have an apology and was like, why are you angry? Like, it was the most Casey fight. And then there was an uncomfortable moment where there was a naked man on the beach who was clearly having like a mental health crisis that they all just like laughed at and made funny music under. Yikes. Yeah. All the photographers got Tyroned in the recap. It was very strange to see any Tyroning in a recap episode. That's never happened before, but they're like, we, this is in their contract. It was, oh, and remember the photo shoot with he who shall not be named. Mm. They had a separate fitting with Lori Goldstein, which means that they knew for two days that Kayla's shoes did not fit. Of wow, Ugh. there was a really awkward interaction between Kayla and him where she clearly is like forced to sit down and talk to him. And then there's a voiceover that blames Kayla for it making making it awkward when he clearly was terrible. It was mm. very strange. And there was a whole section about Liz flirting with Kayla and asking for kisses. And this was clearly when, remember when Liz was like, I don't have a baby. I'm angry. I'm going to have a drink. Uh, Liz gets flirty when Liz uh, drinks. So she's not just laying in that bathtub. She Mm -hmm. is also flirting. Cutie Kayla's. No one's even bisexual. (laughs) 
There was also a lot more like teaches that we weren't shown. Like when Zach Posen came to the house, he and Miss J did a whole runway teach. I'm glad they got one. Why don't they show that though? And one of the mean bully models to Jane and Esther said, girls, I hope you both fall flat on your face. Good. (laughs) Great. (laughs) Uh, Also, when Esther left, this was amazing. She insisted on giving hugs to every single person on the panel and then <gasps> each girl individually that they put a ragtimey score underneath which i didn't love a lot but the fact she's like i just really want to hug you and like walked waddled over and like gave everyone hugs <laughs> it was so cute mwah, mwah. then of course we have our Guilty of griping Liz complaint counter. Mm. They got real. Yep. They got real loose with how we counted because it was every negative word she ever said. They just (laughs) dinged. Liz, do you have to go to the bathroom? No. Ding. Ding. (laughs) Included in that in that counter was her talking about having to pay insurance and buying food for her child. They counted as complaints. And, you know, and, and she said, bills, 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 kid, kid, kid. That counted for six. So a total of 32 was their final. She was just trying count. to sing Destiny's Child's Bill, Bills, Bills. One of Destiny's Child's best songs. Yes. Yeah. Can you pay my bills? Can you pay my automobiles? Is If you genius. did, maybe we could chill. <laughs> well, I'm glad all three of us really know those lyrics. Nice. It's great. It's a great song. It is a great song. All time video also. Mm-hmm. They show Liz being uncomfortable in the knits, but no mention of anything else. So they show her like pulling and scratching and moving, but they're like, wow, isn't Liz a complainer? <laughs> Don't love. Oh, you aren't ready for this. So remember how we talked about how they came uh, how Chris and Jane stumbled upon Versace by going to the restaurant across the street? Yes. Yes. That's not true. They were told that that was Versace. But it was actually a place called Versus, and it was a spa. (laughs) (laughs) The restaurant wasn't even helpful. (laughs) (laughs) We also got a gentle prank on Chelsea for her birthday involving a fake broken tub with Anne fixing it. Chris fake falling and screaming. Jane running for help. And then Kayla hiding in the closet with presents from... Chelsea's parents. Oh, why would anyone believe that Anne was fixing a tub? I have no idea. It sounds like Anne wasn't in this recap at all, though. Mm-mm, at all. They had Chris. Also, Chris did full bits because Chris is like, oh, I've watched this show. I know they show the girls leaving the house. Chris tried to steal the Krista Tyra photo on her way out, and they just showed her being like, well, I'll take that water bottle. I'll take this bottle. Like, just like Good. walking around grabbing Good. And Kayla and Chelsea, for their not prize, practical prize hotel thing, they also got a private lesson with Miss J for walking. Show that. And basically the whole storyline, when we get to the end, is Chelsea is and knows fashion and was underdog. There is zero mention of callouts, and they end it with... Challenge wins, photo wins, nothing, yep. Who will win? And shy and awkward girl with the statuesque couture photos from Dallas, Texas, or Chelsea, the hardworking, freckled, beautiful, be- pale beauty from Boise, Idaho. Wait, beautiful, pale beauty, really? Beautiful, pale beauty. 
Oh my God. <laughs> also, you know, Anne, suntan Anne. <laughs> anyway, so it was a lot. And it really sets up what we're about to talk about in the finale. Yeah. The mean, 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 mean edit of this group had its growing pains and cuts straight to Lexi. I thought her voice sounded normal and like what you would expect from a previously, which was yeah. nice. Yeah. They also said 14 unique beauties, and I say that was not one of the categories. We had quirky, we had brunette, <laughs> we had blonde. Because they're all unique. <laughs> also, and at the uh, end, we're leaving two girls left in the running. I also want to put into our pantheon, as much as we love wiggly legs, Katie, Kendall's quivering post-scream lips are very funny to me. Oh, <laughs> she goes, she goes, oh, oh. <laughs> Her eyes are just still so bugged out. It's really funny. I also liked impressing some top designers and Zach posing. Hi! <laughs> well, hi! <laughs> the way they describe Chelsea makes me think that the show doesn't know who Chelsea is. <laughs> the girl gave into the competition with the most experience, hard work, and determination. Can she prove to us that she's the high fashion winner? Yes? No? I don't know. The whole... The whole finale is trying so hard to set up the dichotomy of challenge champ Chelsea versus obvious winner from a photography standpoint, Anne. But they still don't mention any of the first callouts. Well, because it's there's so little suspense in this whole episode, but the editing tries its ding darndest it's, to it's make you think. It's such a weird, dissonant experience. Because from what everyone is saying, the words that are actually being pronounced and put into the world would make you think that Chelsea has this sewn up. Yeah. Oh, But yeah. it's so obvious that she's not going to win it at the same time the whole time. Because they just like, it's not even that they hate Chelsea. They just don't care for her. No. Again, this would have been so much more interesting if it was Kayla. If yes. it was Kayla, you could justify a Kayla victory. She got two number one photos. She won some challenges. She would represent something new. Mm -hmm. Like, well, I just still don't understand why the show didn't do that for itself. Did they not realize how she was going to come across? Kayla, but, I mean. But I would, I, would argue that, I would argue that it doesn't matter how she would come across in the edit. Because in her just experience on the show showed growth and a story like they they already had it there is nothing that we're seeing in the edit like yes she is funny and there's kind of like a roughness that is kind of refreshing about kayla but i think just her journey that the show is telling us in like panel is enough to make her more competitive with Anne than chelsea ever was all, all i can think is that tyra just didn't like shooting her yeah. Like Tyra did the video and wasn't feeling it. Yeah. Maybe. B footage. Hey, that food stands back again. <laughs> Why? Why? And then we get the most uncomfortable I've been in a while, and that's Chelsea cutting pizza in a box in bed with a huge knife on her lap. On her lap. <laughs> we just we just got so much marinara stagliatella remixing too. Yes. <laughs> In but case just you I forgot was where we were. I was expecting her like femoral artery to like be 
blasted open, lash blasted <laughs> open in this bed. We are going to hear Chelsea in this episode talk about how much she wants this and for how long she's wanted it so many times to the point where I was like, is Chelsea Jade just without the poetry and delusions? Kind of. You know what? And that number keeps getting moved back and back and back because now she's wanted to be a supermodel since she was three, three. There is a close-up on Chelsea's psychotic smile as we hear (laughs) Chelsea in her talking heads. Like, she is hearing her talking heads in the moment. I, I know that things get cut together. We talk about, like, confessional continuity all the time. But I truly believe that most nights, Chelsea was getting wine drunk going into the confessional and sitting there for hours talking about how much she deserved it, how long she's wanted it, why Anne is terrible. Like, I think she was doing that every night. I kind of love that Anne references and thinks of graduating high school as a big accomplishment because I actually don't think we get that narrative enough because graduating high school is an accomplishment. But people think about it as such a default. And I like that Anne... Anne says her two biggest things right now are graduating high school and this competition. That's nice. Even nicer. We finally get live footage of Bacon Cat. The motion editorial video. Looks just as good on a moving camera. (laughs) Being carried in like a queen. (laughs) There's a couple things also when they get back to the house. The digital art said, and you aren't ready, transformed exciting and winner Anne. <laughs> it did not winner Anne, which is what i think which is what i think catapults chelsea into becoming a mob <laughs> boss when she says they're gonna regret it and what i'm about to do <laughs> well chelsea gives us the most delicious passive aggression i feel like Chelsea spends this whole episode first making the case for herself, but also at the same time, like leaving, dropping hints about why she's too good for the prize she's not about to win. Because <laughs> yeah. she's looking at all the covers of Beauty and Vogue. Oh my God, goes, this. The covers are all very um, editorial and like not what I would automatically assume beauty to be. As though she knows what Beauty and Vogue be. Well, but also I was like oh wow a rare time that chelsea's alexander because it's like not a beauty photo not a beauty (laughs) photo not too far away too much she also is like positioning herself as the sharpay evans to anne's gabriella of like that is exactly what is happening here (laughs) she's like i've put in the years did it like i would recap it as we are different because Anne's a dilettante poser, and I've wanted this for 40 years. <laughs> I just turned 23, and I've wanted it for 32. <laughs> also, Anne keeps saying that Chelsea has a huge personality, which I disagree with. I mean, compared I don't to Anne, she, I guess. I guess everything compared to Anne is a diet. Right? Anne, uh, Anne must have been overwhelmed by the likes of Chris and Tara when the sister <laughs> duo was there. <laughs> when the white sisters came in with their comedy act. Tunnel transition. Transitioning through time via the power of tunnels. <laughs> None of, neither of these girls can narrate for shit. No. <laughs> Missing Kayla. They Missing arrive at a very long way late (laughs) (laughs) 
And we are greeted by someone whose voice is so unpleasant to listen to. And not Valentina. I thought she yes. I like you don't you like Valentina's. Like, I hate <laughs> the way Valentina speaks. Really? I it graded on every last nerve. Because I did not she, find it notable either way. She seems like she hates Vincent, the girls, this job. Oh, that's what English I like. As a language. <laughs> that's because we're so because here's what's about to happen. A real photo shoot. A real Mr. J free photo shoot. Of course, shoot. this means that we will not get to see those photos. Nope. It's like they never existed. And you would think that they probably had an impact on the eventual decision that is made in this episode. Uh-huh. I actually thought they were going to be judged at the final judgment. I did too. Well, that would make sense. Also, we somehow get ruder than Mr. J when Valentina says to hair and makeup. We need to talk about Vincent Peters, though. The yes. world's most disinterested photographer makes Vincent eye Peters, contact zero percentage of the time. He has Lana Del Rey syndrome. Yes, he does. Where his head is apparently too heavy for his neck. So he's always got it all the way to one side or the other. I know you did more research than I did, Alexander. Yeah. But I just want to say I went to his website. The first category of photos available is woman. <laughs> and at the very bottom, there's a quote from himself. It's all trash. You don't make a photograph just with a camera. You bring to the act of photography all the pictures you have seen, the books you have read, the music you have heard, the people you have loved. All right. Okay, I got some, a worse quote. Please. In an, okay. interv- in an interview in twenty in 2021. This is oh, oh no, and it's recent. He said, I figured out that modeling agencies allowed you to shoot very young girls that needed pictures. Eventually, a friend of mine gave me his photographs. They were not even my own. And I went to one of those agencies and showed them his pictures. Then the rest of the article interview goes on to say how he's disgusted that people try to pass off other pictures as their own and has filed claims against people. He sucks. He also is like, wow, I guess I'm just lucky. I thought I was great and I am great. It's very like straight head failing up. Failing up exceptionalism, right? It's that just like, he's just so good that like, of course he was going to be successful. It's just so gross. And this was 2021 and you said pictures of very young girls? And also just, why tell that interviewer any of those things you did? Yes. And it's all like, this like, uh, you don't know what beauty is. I know what beauty is. Anyways, before we move on, I have to say at the end of the ep- at the end of the interview, they do fourteen answers with Vincent Peters, where they give him a word and he gives his like response. Right. So, I'll say the word and his response: photography, personal, art, ambitious, fashion, hypocritical. <laughs> wow. Perfect photo shoot. Never seen one. A place I like to go. A movie. I am in it. A song. I am making it. A book. It's empty still. A food. I like to smell it before I eat it. A motto. Curious. Inspiration. Tomorrow. Future. Future. Not interesting. Digital. 
technocratic and infringement pursuit is necessary. So he fucking blows. Oh, that empty but book al- is going to stay with me. But also, blow or not, that's one of the most incredible things we've ever heard any people read. That yeah. I mean, that was just... If that's, that's your new audition piece, you're going to book every time you walk in you. a room. And you'll empty book, but you'll book. Yeah. <laughs> I did like, though, that the because again less top model influence it seemed like there were some more actual um professional stuff going on like big umbrella just to protect them from the sun when they Uh couldn't even get shoes on gravel last week so yeah i didn't love little girl outfits that they put them in that was not uh needed and i also didn't need techno opera background music (laughs) i did like that he referred to Anne as a studio girl well he is german I know, so, I love the way studio. So on Anne, studio, studio girl. Studio uh-huh. girl. Couture high end. I thought it was fascinating how fine he seemed working with quiet Anne. Wow. It's almost like he didn't need her to be a barrel of laughs. <laughs> and then on Chelsea, just works, looks good, very comfortable. The camera likes a certain affair. He it seemed like those were so stitched together. It really did. Yes. (laughs) But also not in the right order. No. What does a certain affair mean? And he leaves them. He leaves them. This is incredible. If there is a theme to this episode, it is people wandering off frame to exit. (laughs) In flip-flops. Like, has anyone seen him since then? I don't know. All right, girls. I'll see you when you, I see you. (laughs) Perfect. So we find out that they are going to do their CoverGirl commercial, but they're confused because they didn't get scripts or packets and such. Which is confusing. Yeah. It is. And moreover, they seem to be under the assumption they're going to have to memorize in the moment or whatever. Or speak Italian, which is not a bad (gasps) guess. And then the B footage that we transition with. We get our tricycle. Well... It, tricycle. It, it made it gave me the five sentence story for sale tricycle never used mm-hmm. <laughs> and then a tiny toaster on a radiator shows <laughs> that's how you get that toast even toastier jessica, jessica would have burned down this italian <laughs> house with this toaster <laughs> one taco shell on top so they had to Orta San Giulio. Yes. Let me just say that normally, I, I don't know if I've talked about it on the podcast. I'm not a traveler. I don't enjoy it that much, frankly. And I, when I see views of most places, I'm like, I could take a picture of that. Don't need to be there in person. I don't see any extra benefit from it. I know that makes me the villain in this, but this town, I was like, oh, this is gorgeous. I would love to be here. It, this is one of the prettiest things I've ever seen. I don't know why this hit me specifically. But I think it's just great. Like many places in northern Italy, there is a story about Frederick Nietzsche that takes place here. Maybe that's what I was feeling. Yeah. Yes. Because he and Luandre Salome visited Saint Cromonte, which is in this town, for some hours, and Nietzsche fell in love with the charming <laughs> Russian. For some hours. <laughs> Salome could not afterwards remember if she had kissed the philosopher, and she was not in love with him. A fact that caused him much anguish. Oh, and that's your Nietzsche fact. <laughs> <laughs> da 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 da. 
<laughs> I guess she yeah. outcharmed the scenery for him. Well, y'all, what would you call a really specific Nietzsche fact? Nietzsche. <laughs> boom, boom, dab, 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 dab. <laughs> Listeners, you just heard me and JW celebrating that setup and punch while Hannah sat there blank, stone face. Hannah's spirit left her body as we dabbed over and over again. I emphatically shook my head. <laughs> you know what is not high fashion? Memorization. Why did they do this this way? It is so so weird that Anne could win. So yes, Anne could I know win. that's. I do. I know that's why. I don't know why I'm asking. Sorry, but... I'm not yelling at you. This sh- <laughs> I'm just like it's so obvious. It is so funny to me because look, there are some commercials for some companies where things do happen entirely in voiceover. Oh yeah, CoverGirl always has their spokesmodel speaking to the camera, even still today. Always. Also, even if not... it's just, even if it's just the final line, easy breezy, beautiful cover girl, you're at least gonna say that in real time. Which, to be fair, spoiler alert, they do. But there is always, I feel like there's always looking into the camera and talking about the product. That's the whole point. We've literally been told it is it's about friends. And later, like, the judges will blame them for seeming like they're more interested in gelato than the makeup (laughs) and that's because they never interact with the makeup on camera chelsea has two seconds to wave a mascara wand around in the air but what you're saying alexander is correct that covergirl has told us it's like talking to your best friend it's like talking to your little sister they loved Uh that one back in the day yeah well this is new covergirl jw number one though as an audio engineer the fact that they're doing their voiceover in just the piazza a cafe (laughs) wild that they wouldn't be inside number two i have found an article about cover girl lash blast admitting to using fake eyelashes for false lash effect mascara makeup's greatest lie (laughs) and this was in 2011 which is only important because they still were using nicole short nicole for the cover girl love so much (laughs) it was like an expose where it was like an interview with a set of fake lashes who came for her. <laughs> but they're in all they're in all darkness and the voice is somehow distorted. <laughs> you just see them like wave a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> the reason this was so egregious is because the ad for Lash Blast Volume mascara was is your volume true or false? And then they used <laughs> fake eyelashes. That Yikes. is fantastic. So, wow. Anytime the two of you are about to do something, I'm going to come up, put one hand gently, but confidently on your shoulder and right to your face ask, is your lash blast true? (laughs) Or false? false. Anne gives us a perfect top model word salad. Mm, Yes, she does. That is entirely true. When she says, for the motion editorial, I got first video. <laughs> the first video was real because she's not wrong, but why would we say that? <laughs> and then they have a little shot of her looking at the mascara like she's never seen one before. Also, I don't. So we're not going to have Krista here, apparently. I know we get her later in the episode, but this is normally when you get that previous winner to come back and say Lash Blast Fusion Mascara. 
Well, the premise of this commercial is two friends on vacation in a quaint town. That's it. Also, so many things. First of all, this is the first time our male models aren't on set. They're not, like meeting some like right? clothes to go out on the water with because that's what it really seemed like the commercial was going. Right? Second of all, so I guess Mr. J just directs commercials now? Well, maybe for the last time ever because, spoiler alert, we're told their acting is cheesy and they were directed that way. Yeah. No, that they don't do enough. And he's blown away the whole time. Finally, we have some natural-born actresses. Ooh. So let me read the script because, you know, I have Right before you do that, can I say my favorite moment? Because that's going to happen a little bit afterwards. So the first moment when we're talking about all this cheesiness is the two contestants, Anne and Chelsea, at a table, purses out. And they are supposed to take a moment to reapply to check their makeup. And the first time, Chelsea does it like you really would with a little kind of grimace on your face because she was yeah, actually mascara, like... Mascara face. Yeah. yeah. Real thing. And then the second time, he was like, well, don't do that. It looks like kind of angry, which honestly kind of did. So fine, whatever. The second time, she decides to put a finger up to tell Anne, oh, wait a minute, and then does it. And this was the funniest thing to me because Chelsea's version of this is still like... Hold up, bestie. Gotta reapply. <laughs> and Miss J- Mr. J tells them, you're laughing the whole time. You're laughing when you get your bag. It is, of all of the possible makeups that a woman could reapply in the middle of the day, sitting at a table at a cafe. Mascara is the very <laughs> bottom of that list. Also, yeah, you know what? This tells a bad story about CoverGirl Last Flash Fusion. It says the mascara does not last, last. through the day. Yeah. yeah, the one you reapply while you're eating afterwards is lipstick. <laughs> we have a thing for that. Or powder. <laughs> or powder. You're getting shiny. Sure. It's hot and for muggy. All that heat, you got the spicy food. <laughs> Anyways, what really bothered me, once again, as an audio engineer, is the fact that the script is very specifically written out sentence by sentence. And in a real setting, as we keep saying, this is real. This is how real commercials are made. They make them go through the script once and then do it all again with no pauses between the sentences. That is not how your audio engineer wants the lines. No, you know how they so much you never more work. That. You never do that. The days of choosing between volume and length are over. Now, when your lashes want it all, they can have it with Last Blast Fusion, CoverGirl's first ever volume plus length mascara. Our biggest brush <laughs> meets our fiber stretch formula to bring you a blast of volume and length. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, your lashes can be all that with Lash Blast Fusion from Easy Breezy Beautiful Cover Girl. Can you imagine being the person who's like, look, I just really want wider lashes. Not longer, just wider. Give me thick unilashes. One. <laughs> I want three lashes. I want it to look like I have one big lash. Now, let me say this. A lot of CoverGirl commercials are natural tongue twisters because that's what they like to do. The Southerner in me, the m- amount of times they make them read the word length, I was like, oh, I would have been devastated. Volume and length. 
Lang. It's not a pretty word. In plus, any plus volume plus length because now it's co- cover girl math. Also, what you would want them to read the lines like the days of choosing between volume and length are over. The days of choosing volume and length are over. Oh, yeah. It's not applicable to how you would do it in the real world at all. You would give them three takes of each line and then they would pick what they wanted. Yeah. Three mm-hmm. different options. They would all be separate. It's no, especially since their excuses. This is how the real world works. Yeah. And also moving on from that, this gelato is too bright. I don't want to eat this. <laughs> too red. Too bright. Clown what, noses. What, what flavor? flavor? What flavor is that? I assumed raspberry. I thought you were just going to say red. I assume red berry. Code red. <laughs> this is a like ras- oh, ra- so the fla- red. The flavor of red is it's so gross. They also don't pay for it. No. <laughs> well, Honestly, this like, whole commercial is about uh, two women doing petty crimes because yeah. we get littering. Yep. Theft. Uh, did they pay the check after they no. did their mascara? No. And then I'm pretty sure they go to steal a boat at the end. So <laughs> yes. oh, they steal that boat. <laughs> also, Mr. J, to give them compliments on their commercial, says, Anne vibes with Chelsea and Chelsea found a way to work with Anne. True synergy. Truly how Chelsea would describe the situation. (laughs) Seriously, it's like Chelsea wrote that. And then when Mr. J's like, hey, we got a surprise for you. I was 100% thinking there was going to be a male model. Me too. I thought it was going to be Tyra. Sure. I felt, I forgot about this real quick. There's a PA with a very vibrant green Guinness shirt. And I just think it's funny that they didn't blur out that logo. It was so vibrant, like the gelato. Anyway, parents are here again. This is a new tradition, apparently. And only one brother, not the horny one. Mm. Trent, who looks exactly like Anne. Oh, yeah. And Anne really is the shorty of her family. Short one of her family. The short one in her family. I love that she sounds exactly like her mother. Oh, my (gasps) gosh. Her mother, Anne's mother, is incredible. Yep. Yes. Her Especially in comparison to Chelsea's. Well, Chelsea's mother is what I expected. Yeah, just like permanently surprised eyebrowed. And also just like... As Midwestern as it gets. I think Chelsea's mother is glad that Chelsea seems to finally maybe getting close to her dream because I feel like she says several times a little dejectedly, she's really wanted this for a long time. I've had to pretend to be interesting about modeling for years. <laughs> and then Anne talks about her wild relationship with her family, and they, quote, watch movies together. No shit, Anne. <laughs> also, I'm going to say it. That's what families with the worst relationships do together, because you don't have to talk. Also, her brother does not want to be here. Oh, no, no, no. He Chelsea's- feels like he is underage, so they had to bring him on vacation because they couldn't leave yes. him at home. Yes. Yes. Chelsea's mom says anytime she had to write a paper about what she wanted to be, she was going to be a supermodel. And I just imagine Chelsea getting a paper back and the teacher being like, Chelsea, I know you're very driven, but this paper was actually about their eyes were watching God. And this is not applicable. <laughs> I was going to say, could you imagine being any of Chelsea's teachers ever? (laughs) Chelsea, this is AP geometry. (laughs) 
we know you want to be a supermodel. You walking in a straight line is not geometry. <laughs> uh, the only research I did for our cover girl photographer, besides not being Jim DeYonker, girl, uh, is that Frederico is a little cutie patootie. Mm-hmm. And that's all of my research. Cutie patootie. Mr. J makes this big deal about how they're going to have to do it on their own because he won't be there for the CoverGirl photo shoot. He usually isn't, right? No, he's not. That's not a thing he does. Because usually we have Sweet Jimmy D. Yeah. Uh, He works a lot, Frederico. Uh, One thing I found that I didn't like was his sets feed on emotions, improvisations, and unexpected events. I don't think that's a great way to have a set. (laughs) He just opens a box. Surprise! Bats! <laughs> <laughs> to the thing you said, uh, Hannah, about Mr. J's, he says specifically the training wheels are now off. And I'm like, but they already, at least in the edit of the episode, worked with Italian Vogue. Separate of you. Now, maybe that didn't happen in the right timeline here. but I'm Or like, maybe oh. Mr. J didn't know. He also <laughs> gives Anne the advice to use listening to your own voice to help drive energy through the whole read. Uh, also why can't Anne look at the script it's a voiceover it's on the pillar they've taped it on the pillar oh thank god also we refer to italy as a beautiful exotic location and i'm gonna say something right now it is not exotic (laughs) italy is not exotic by the parlance of this show you've been here twice before it's true mistaken as i was in that other episode they've been here 47 (laughs) times already they really want Federico saying something about how Anne is better than Chelsea. And they can't quite get him to say it because he says, Anne, I loved her. I found her to be an incredible editorial girl. So to try to do a beauty shot was a little bit more difficult. Oh, she didn't do well. Uh, I wish we had said that because what we're about to see says that. Yeah. Then Mr. J makes sure that Anne and Chelsea are in the same place so he doesn't have to say it twice. <laughs> that the families are going to be front row at the fashion show. And then once again, he wanders into the sunlit afternoon. Bye. This is going to sound really weird, but Chelsea can really pull off an orange lip. Yeah. And I don't think that's yeah. an easy lip color. I'd agree. Not for her skin tone, for sure. Yeah. I also loved Anne's mom saying, that's our baby. Anne's mom was so cute. Anne's mom is the hero of this episode. Yes. just And you know, with like Anne's whole kind of quote unquote, like ugly duckling thing, right. you know, there's probably a better way to word that, but you know what I mean? That her mom seeing Anne feel glamorous is just probably so, so heartwarming for her. Yeah. Well, and I'll point out, Anne is only like 19. So this is the first time Anne's mother is seeing Anne as separate from the herself. You know what In I mean? In any kind of adult context. Exactly. And then the dad knowing the show and saying, I think she's going to be America's Next Top Model. So Ooh. He was like, mom can do the emotion. I'm going to make the trailer. <laughs> Tyra Posta. They're going to make an important step on your race to the top. So they head to a hotel? Question mark? <laughs> we work situation? No idea. 
fancy we work <laughs> where they meet ivan bart the senior vp of img models you think he is... would be better at introducing himself eh. well i'm ivan bart from img models i run all of img models <laughs> and i would have had i would have requested a second take <laughs> that was <And> i <laughs> yes take 47 <laughs> i ivan mr bart VP Bart can get it to me. And I looked Such a weird up, choice for me. Weird choice. I looked up Ivan Bart and luckily, graciously, it seems like it's one of the rare instances where we look up someone in fashion who's actually a decent person. Because now the president of mm-hmm. IMG Models and Fashion, and this there's a lot of great stuff you can look up on, but his whole deal is inclusion and diversity and a lot uh earlier and a lot of other people were talking about it his current ig profile says through fashion imagery we can affect social change what is visual reflects who we are inclusion evolution and then all of his interviews are about how he discovered and brought in a lot of models and a lot of uh, fashion folks names that you'll recognize that are a lot of people that are outside the the lily white box that we see a lot of. So Ivan Bart seems like a good person. He also represented represents Tyra Banks and has worked yeah. at Wilhelmina and Ford, which have both been prizes on the show, if I'm correct. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, I wonder if he is like more key to top model in some ways than we even knew. Yeah. They each do little meet and greets <laughs> with him. Why is Chelsea... <laughs> so condescending about this right because it indicates that he is actually he has a say in this decision that chelsea seems to not understand well then when she she's like this little meet and greet with ivan and later when she's asking Anne about it how'd your little interview go you would think chelsea would be enthralled by this no chelsea is so high on her own supply <laughs> she already believes she won chelsea thinks she yes. has won already and here's, i will say I thought Anne was fine in this interview. Fine. fine. All you I thought want. they were pretty equal. Yeah, yeah, she was no worse than Chelsea. Big personality Chelsea. Ivan Bart's little crossed arms, the the crossed arms of I'm not on camera a lot and don't know what to do. <laughs> They're real high. People are. I don't know why I wrote it specifically, but in all caps, my only all caps note, I wrote Anne's been at the bottom. Anne's never won a challenge. And I assume it's because Chelsea was just screaming at mouth agape. Yep. Yeah. Correct. Because even Chelsea is now dismissing and ignoring the first call outs. Well, it is interesting. That, it's so fascinating that Chelsea's someone who's not been in the bottom nor gotten first photo. What an yeah. interesting sort of contestant to be in the final two. I feel like they just come this close. They walk up to within one millimeter of just calling her a workhorse. Yeah. The whole yes. time. A corn-fed workhorse. workhorse. Andre Leon Talley thinks that the diet of horse is exclusively <laughs> corn. We arrive at the Palazzo del Soneto. Or as Chelsea puts it, we walk into this location. <laughs> A real Kayla energy there. Yeah. Interesting thing about this is it was a site that held ruins of an ancient convent of Umilite nuns. And this led me down a really strange research hole. Uh, it, it was a, a sect of nuns that were started by the wives of, su- of a suppressed sect of monks that centered their practices on charity, 
frugality, and severe penitential practices. Ooh. And there are still five independent houses of humility nuns in Italy. Strange. What I was most interested in was the little red Christmas ornament clip art on the printed out sign that says to me someone needed to print out signs and found the first template that they had. You know, Mr. J makes a point of saying that this is a real runway show. Which is funny because both Anne and Chelsea keep talking about how all of this is just for them. Yes. I would also point out that this is for Just Cavalli Collection, which is Robert Co- Roberto Cavalli's ready-to-wear line, not his high fashion line. And it looks it. Uh-huh. Although I'm going to also argue, I also don't feel like a lot of it was ready for anyone to wear. <laughs> It really doesn't. Like, I, I know I am not the fashionista that the two of you are, but, like, this was what some of the ugliest clothes to me. I did like a lot of the shoes, but I don't even know if those were shoes from just Cavalli. Well, they must have been. But also, what they did to them is wild. Also, I brought this up with the with Jane in a previous photo shoot, but big, huge, chunky square bracelets must have been having a moment. They must oh, have yes. been. Because those geometrical nightmares are everywhere. <laughs> the, did you ever wear? Did either of you ever wear big chunk squares? I mean, the closest I had was I a, had a real, a, a real B BCS big <laughs> chunk square. <laughs> to be fair, the closest thing I had was I, and I still have it. I'll show it to you one day. I have a pinky when ring. I earn it. Yeah. <laughs> well, you say that I have a pinky ring that is squared off that is the heaviest piece of jewelry that i have and the fact that i used to wear it on my littlest finger for i would say 10 years is a testament to my day strength (laughs) (laughs) or your polite strength oh do you want to know my weirdest and i definitely still have it and one day i may honor you with its presence uh yes what what were they called uh jewelry jewelry Mm. i was obsessed with little ring watches, which are definitely things that, like, hips wear. (laughs) (laughs) I also really wanted a, a, I loved canes, and there was one at a Cracker Barrel that had a huge diamond on the top of it, and I did not understand why my parents wouldn't buy it for me. And I don't know why that was the height of fashion to me, but I was like, yes. But I, they did, from a Sears catalog, get me this black and gold ring watch. And I still honestly think it's the look, <laughs> but it doesn't go with anything that I own. Talking about canes, for my wedding, my Persian grandfather, and Hannah might remember this, I do. brought a cane that was a sword cane because he was into it. And when we took pictures for our wedding, it looked like he was a mob boss and we were in the mob. Because there's so many women in my family. So it was just him in the middle with my grandmother sitting with me and Christopher who looked like maybe like the sons that will eventually inherit all these women around him. It was perfect. With, with your very Italian husband, absolutely. Yes. If you ever had a reality show, like that's what they would try to make it. Like a Bravo. Oh, yeah. yeah. Bravo for sure. Yeah. Oh, my God. If I ever come into a lot of money, you're getting a luxury captain and you're getting a luxury cane. Thank Yay! you. Thank you. <laughs> I can't wait for you to do that and buy them at the same store and that person be like, why are you buying these ugly, expensive things <laughs> for my friends? For my friends, because I love them. <laughs> 
<laughs> well, we've flown back. Your friends. <laughs> flown okay. back. Okay. They show a photo of each of these girls. Like uh-huh. We've forgotten who they are. And if I were Liz, I'd be pissed. Yes. Imagine. Imagine. And she had a number one call out. Yes. Yes, she did. And they took the fallen angel photo. Because, yeah, we Chris got... Could- Chris gets Angel. underwater. Chris gets underwater, which sure. uh-huh. yes. And Jane gets one of her um out and about her beauty shot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. yeah. Great. Which is amazing. And then and Kayla, Kayla gets wrestling, which she should have taken first call out for. But I thought you mean Kayla, our little redhead girl, who they re-brightened her hair for this one thing. And reflattened. <gasps> I would be so angry if I was Kayla. I would be so angry. You got a good color, and then they went back to this color. Also, we didn't forget who Kayla was. She was just here. And you know else is here, but as a non-entity? Krista. Yeah, but for the little moments they let her on camera, I was like, you know, Krista was great. I still love Krista. Krista should have been in a high fashion cycle. Yeah, she should. Krista would have walked away with this cycle. I put Krista looks great and says nothing. At She's least very Chris sweet is with ex- Anne. She seems like actually very invested in them feeling comfortable. Which and is I like very that Chris, nice. Chris and Liz seem so excited for her. Yeah. Like when yeah. her name is even spoken aloud. I, y'all, this moment with Jane <gasps> and Anne, where Jane blows the shit up out of the show and the producers <laughs> uh-huh. and says on camera that the producers told her to give Anne a pep talk and then makes fun of it. Just go out there and walk. Why, Why was that really well? Ed? And don't fall. She says, I'm supposed to, they told me to give you a pep talk right now. It's Madness. amazing. Her trolling is epic. I will say, update, update the damned. Her trolling is top notch. Expert level. Yeah. Really is. Kayla says of Anne, something we have not heard before. New storyline. Which is that Anne gets tired after like five seconds, which we have never seen. I think Kayla just also doesn't necessarily like Anne that much. Yeah. I mean, I kind of I kind of wish we'd gotten who Liz and Chris were team because we definitely got Jane as team Anne I and think- Kayla as team Chelsea. And I would have actually liked it if the other two were on. I'll pause it that I think Chris was team Anne because they seem like friends. They yeah. did. And Liz was like, who? I right. don't know if Liz was paying attention yeah. <laughs> to yeah. either of them. Tyra comes in in a very tight dress. And has nothing to say. Just hugs to give. Un- I'm un- gonna he say tells Anne to just get that walk good. <laughs> I actually, I interpreted this different, Hannah. I think she said, well, but it's still bad, to be clear. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) But I think to both Anne and Chelsea, she basically says, forget all that walking training. Just do it. Just get it. It's up. And I'm just like, what? We actually got way more runway than normal. Don't throw it away. Also, Tyra comes in and bullies Anne's family and says, we're a basketball team. My favorite part of this whole thing was the shirt that Anne's brother Trent was wearing because it put me in such a specific place and time. 
when every high school boy had that button down shirt and it always fit like that. Yep. It's, the, it's the bowling shirt one, right? The bowling yes, the, shirt. Yes. I had the shirt and shoes. <laughs> I think, honestly, I still think that shirt is a serve. I like it. It works. Uh, I think it I also think... is good for tall, thin people. Yeah. I think it is very telling that Tyra gives Anne's family hugs, but couldn't be bothered to hug a single Chelsea family member. And then Chelsea's mother basically says that Chelsea's brother was super horny for Tyra. Yeah, I almost came close to saying, to talk about your your brother's huge crush on her. And Chelsea's just like eyes down like, oh, God. (laughs) You're so close, Chelsea. You might have to kill your parents to get this, (laughs) Chelsea. (laughs) Since you were three, Chelsea. The cutting of these shoes i i was obsessed with this why are we why are we cutting the hair of the shoes why are they the wrong length right why it's not a tall issue or a short issue it's a shoe problem if the if the strings are too long i'm sorry out of context that's one of my favorite things you've ever said it's not a short (laughs) problem it's not a tall problem it's a shoe problem that's that's your like tagline on some fashion police show (laughs) it's not a tall problem it's not a short problem it's a shoe problem mama hey fashion show producers book them book me we get so many songs in this runway show and we hear them all so very clearly okay i have i have i have the goods on the song guys i know we've moved on but can i pitch something yes (laughs) alexander has a fashion show and it's called the price of fashion (gasps) tm 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 and the the premise is that you put together a look and they get to keep the look if they can generally guess the price of the items and it's a mix of price is right real and fakey kind of stuff yes knockoffs and real stuff can you tell the difference by looking to be fair i have a history of costume design and costume like direction so this is not this together i will put this together for you please i please do that yes as long as Hannah and I get one episode, I cycled up and be of a guest judge. That's all we need. <laughs> of course. So before we get to the songs, the CGI sky that appears, <laughs> that moves so quickly. So we have how many songs? One, two, three, four, five, six runway songs. So many. We have Streets of Gold by Prophetic and MAX Pain, which I couldn't find the lyrics of, but here's a snippet. When I wasn't with her, that was because my pride, these streets of gold, these streets of gold, which seems to be about falling in love with a prostitute. Then there's a shame, too, because many great songs are. Yeah. We also have such a good song, Streets of Gold, from Oliver and Company. Oh, yeah. That's one of my musicals. Favorite songs is. He's still adjacent. (laughs) Because it's. I'm counting it. I think one of the Pointer sisters sings it. I think so, too. Yeah, that makes sense. There was Sexy by Miss Amani. Which the chorus is sex, 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 sexy, sex, 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 sex. sex, sex. You make me feel sex, 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 sex. And that plays very pointedly while Anne is walking, which starts off this thing of like, Anne is sexy. Look at her making this music. (laughs) (laughs) Then we have We Hit Harder by Joy, Charity, Enriquez, which if you look it up, listeners, you're going to have every fucking post about dance moms 
because it's a song that they use all the time that includes lyrics like, we gonna show them up, they spin it out now. We gonna show them what this team is all about. We gonna suck it to them in the worst way. We come to steal your fame and take your name. Uh, we also have, of course, because this is a America's Next Top Model thing, and I didn't realize going into this podcast in general that we would have DNC? to talk about Yep, step on Yay! it. Step on it by the DMC, which includes the lines "Stole the fire, lit the fire, came to remind everybody that they're still breathing." Underestimated, <laughs> anticipated. I'm the king, so go ahead and debate it. It's a party. Touch somebody. She's looking at me. If she wants me to call her baby, bring it over. When it's over, take it away. <laughs> then bring back just to do it again. Do not mind them. Let them mind me. <laughs> Two brains is better than one, if you know what I mean. Y'all have to do <laughs> a cover of a DNC song. I really thought you were going to say, lit the fire, stole the fire, told everybody, your fire's missing. <laughs> it's not not that. There's Who took a- your fire? Not me. Spoiler, <laughs> I took the fire. There's a... Second DNC song. <laughs> good lord. Called Feeling Good. Ooh la la. Feeling good. Yes, I am. I got ooh la la. Am so chill. Am so fresh. Am so coco la la. You are very coco la la. Yeah. I and get that. then we have a song that ruined my computer and search history. <laughs> oh no. Because it is called Do It by Spank. And I. <laughs> <laughs> I had to use the variations of spank, do it, explicit. It's gone. My computer <laughs> needs to die. But it has the lyrics, do you want to do it? I want to do it. Don't you want to do it? We going to do it. Are you Spanish fluent, girl? This is how we do it when we pass your booty. Should we? Could we? You know you wanna. Wanna, Fanta, don't you wanna? <laughs> Also, Spanish fluid shouldn't be a phrase when the Spanish flu existed. <laughs> so Krista is our opener. Mm-hmm, and yes. she's forced to wear a pink <gasps> nightgown that has printed on it the words, I've just been touched by Cavalli. Ooh. Aged like milk. <laughs> <laughs> They put Kayla in the ugliest outfit I've ever seen in my life. Okay. Okay. I'm okay with us mentally preparing for this, but I think we got through the music. We have to talk about Anne. Because Anne, there has never been, I'm sorry, there has never been a more obvious, good, or at least successful enough walker and someone who is unbookable for a runway. And the thing is, it's not just the walk. No. It's her face. Face. Her face is is the worst part. Crazy, crazy face. You can't take pictures of her. No. No. It's insane. Like, she's unbookable. She she looks terrified. Like, she just saw a ghost while backstage. She looks mad. Uh, It's just. She doesn't blink. They're huge. The eye makeup does not help either of those things. No. I just, I've never seen it. Most of the most of the time, when I would get to the finale, sure, like one walks better than the others, but it's so rare that I'm like, wow, one was terrible and one was great or whatever. But this time I'm like, there's a winner. 
Yeah. And it's not like Chelsea was like, oh, my God, this is the best walker that I've no. ever seen in my life or anything. But she was fine. She yes. didn't stand out as bad. No, not at all. Mr. J says, this is a mess. Y'all, Mr. J is in charge. So if a, it is a mess, <laughs> whose problem is that? I thought the same thing. There was a lot of um, backstage rushedness that seemed preventable. Also, and I can't tell how much this is editing. And how much this is the only thing Chelsea was saying. Because when you line them up side by side and you get Anne being like, I just want to be a role model for people who got picked on. And Chelsea is saying, I will be very upset, honestly, if I don't win. (sighs) Here's the thing. And it's part of like why I also like Chelsea. Chelsea wants to be a professional working model. That's all this is. Yeah. She just wants to win a contract. She wants to have a career. Clearly, she's been wanting it since she was... A sperm in her father's nut. She just... <laughs> she just... And there's part of me that appreciates that aspect of her. The The, the bad thing for Chelsea is that it's always coming across anti-Anne. Yeah, I think the other problem for her is that it's just... This competition exists on two levels. You're also on a TV show. Yeah. You yeah. have to be able to talk about other stuff. Two other things bad for Chelsea. One, Jane served in those sunglasses. Yeah. And number two, Chelsea I thought Liz was pretty good too. I yeah. thought Liz was really good. And also, Chelsea I fucks the camera while clapping so aggressively. <laughs> she does. That I was really uncomfortable. There was at one point when Mr. J says, What do you mean we don't have enough girls? <laughs> like <laughs> Mr. J, get your show together. Also, for the first time ever, there is no post-show talk with Tyra. No. Nope. This whole episode had a little bit of weirdness to it. It felt like Tyra was weirdly absent. Well, I guess it's good. Honestly, though, I'm glad that they got those moments with their parents instead of with Tyra. Yeah. Their parents and, were yeah. going to be there. Yeah, And I agreed. liked Anne almost falling out of her shoes to get to her parents when she like walked past them and didn't realize and then had to turn back. At panel... We have Tyra drunkenly singing Luce. Also, Nigel reaches for a phrase that he doesn't quite make either time when he says, I feel like the high court, like the supreme judges. (laughs) And then Tyra tries to do a supreme court nod by getting like a piece of string and doing like a limp gavel. (laughs) And then behind all of this, there's this weird dance remix of a heart machine. Oh my god, so <laughs> tense. And then, like, the show never brings up, but it is so awkward that Cavalli is at the judging, but wasn't at the runway show. Yes. Why are why it is just here? delegitimizes everything? And also, there's just not room for him because they also have Jay Manuel there. Why? So there's why not have enough both room. Of them? Also, like, this is nonsensical to me. Roberto Cavalli has no stake in who wins this. No. Why do you not have Kyle Hagler? It really just Franca. feels like Franca we got Sosani. Cavalli. It's just a we got Cavalli. Yeah. But then That's have him for the episode before that where they're choosing models that he wants to walk. Can you, yeah, but except I, he wasn't going to see the show, so it wouldn't have made any sense. Yeah. Conspiracy theory. do 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 Tyra knew that this cycle they were going to use the name of the guest judge as the title and she was like i refuse to call this episode mr j (laughs) (laughs) which that's another weird thing about this episode that we breezed past obviously when we started the episode but it's weird that it's not called like america's next top model Model is is. yeah 
Uh, we get two weird things during Tyra's regular introductions. One of which is, shall we remind ourselves of these fabulous prizes? Like she doesn't remember. And the other one is Italian Vogue's very popular website. Shade. I thought you were going to mention, do you understand how serious this is? (laughs) This is top model elevated. Also, Tyra is back on her one shoulder weird leggings. Yeah. Bullshit. Mm. And a couple things about Bruno Cavalli. In 2013, Naomi Campbell and Iman criticized a number of designers for their lack of racial diversity, including Cavalli. And in 2019, the company collapsed financially after years of running in a deficit and all American branches filed for bankruptcy. But a lot of that, if you go to Cavalli's website, seems to be his fault because his whole thing (laughs) is like his luxury, fuckery, glamour. It's all like. Did you use the money improperly? Seems it. The tagline for the price of fashion. Luxury. Fuckery. Glamour. Glamour. (laughs) I wrote the note, and I need you to help me parse it. Why do fashion shows have toxic audience members ready to hate Chelsea at a moment's notice? Oh, now that I read that loud, because someone said to Chelsea, there are people who are ready to love you. People who are neutral on you and people who are there to watch you fail. I'm like, I don't know if anyone's that passionate about individual models. No, not at a fashion show. They are not there. They're there to see the clothes. Yes. Unless you're a super famous model. People go to fashion shows to look at the clothes. Yeah. Andre says of Chelsea, I felt no snap, no crackle, and no pop. But having said all that, your legs look fantastic. I mean, they did. Woof. But yikes. Tara gives them a little lecture about lateral Mm. focus. And then she says, don't do it literally. Do it like this. And then does it literally. literally. No, it was literally just like, do this. Don't do this. Don't do this. Do this. Don't do this. Got it? So when you're not doing this, this is what you should do. (laughs) I thought Chelsea's walk was pretty, like, scoochy. Yeah, it was a little bouncy. Yeah. Yeah. It just, I think it actually... I think it cheapened the clothes a little bit in the way that she walked in those clothes. I can't see Chelsea's walk because when I close my eyes, I see Anne's eyes. <laughs> you There's have Anne's little... eyes on your eyelids? Yes. There's a little zombie. I mean, I'm not that's saying... The kindest, that's the kindest way to say it. I mean, I'm not saying Anne's walk was good. I'm saying Chelsea's walk should have been better. Yes, I agree with that. And I, I think can... has been better, but I think JW was right about Tyra's advice where it's just like, just let it go. Then we get the commercial and this first cut wipe zoom of a thing is the most wild thing we've seen in a CoverGirl commercial. I forgot I did this. I wrote my own narration for the commercial. (laughs) Let's hear it. It's so short. We're lost. Fuck this map. We're not going to pay for this gelato. This boat it's ours now. <laughs> From easy, breezy, beautiful. <laughs> Cover girl. Yeah, but and not- just a rev of a boat engine. <laughs> <laughs> but not cheesy. The voiceover is also the deadest thing. This is so dead. They talk about Anne's voice needing work, but I thought they were pretty equally dead. Yeah. Also, Sometimes I couldn't tell the difference between them. There is also so much post that everything looks fake. It looks like it was done on a green screen. And for being in such a beautiful, exotic location, it didn't look like they needed to be there. 
Oh no, it looked like Euro Disney. Yes. And Anne, I just gotta say, at a certain point, I do feel like I'm piling on, but she holds her. She ice wins, cream cone. Hannah. I know. <laughs> Anne doesn't need me. It's fine. She holds her ice cream cone with the very tippy tippy tips of her fingers. Yep. Like she knows she's gonna drop it and doesn't want to get it on her clothes. Yep. But would you want that red ice cream on your clothes? That's not coming out. It's not. <laughs> no amount of Tide pen can remove the color of that gelato. I mean, would it show up on her mud brown dress? <laughs> when they also, start critiquing the commercial and someone is like, it just looked like you preferred the ice cream to the makeup. I'm like, well, yeah, because also, I gave them a scene about getting ice cream. Also, I found it so frustrating for them to be like, this commercial sucks. The director of the commercial is sitting right there and he's not blamed for any of it. Nope. It's not their fault. They got bad direction. Well, it just really doesn't seem like a usable cover girl ad. No, this is somehow, this is somehow worse. This is somehow worse than bodyguard helicopter ride off yeah. the island. Somehow. Yeah, at least that one was kind of weird. This is just. And it still had the hallmarks of a cover girl ad. Yes. Yes. You could literally put JW's narration under this commercial and it makes it just as much sense. <laughs> but I love the Tyra's problem with it is that it's too realistic. Oh my god. And also no one agrees with her. And that's my favorite thing. Is that like, like yeah. Uh <laughs> sure. Why also? Why? Was there a close up of Anne's hands taking the digital camera out of the bag? Oh my god. Like it was a Nikon commercial. <laughs> when Chelsea just took a cut like the mascara out of the compact. We need to talk about these cover girl photos. Because these might be the worst CoverGirl photos ever. Yeah, Hannah, I told Alexander before shooting this, uh, recording this, I should say, episode of Pod Leadum, I think these are my two least favorite. Collectively, yeah, my two least favorite. Neither <laughs> are good or sell the product or look like the brand. And it really feels like they just did not hire a photographer who usually shoots this kind of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Chelsea's is first, and there is so much hair in this photo. It looks like a CW adaptation of the craft. Yes. And I don't know exactly how to phrase this, but Chelsea's CoverGirl photo has a different treatment to it Mm -hmm. than the traditional CoverGirl ad. Part of that is they didn't erase the freckles. Exactly. Except they erased the freckles from the center of her face. Yeah. She looks like she's been air blasted. Yeah. Yes. I think of the two, though, it's better because Anne looks like a long neck monster in her photo. I don't know if there's their fan. Listeners, if you're a fan of this photo, I would need to know why. Because yes. I think this is the worst CoverGirl photo in history. I honestly, re-watching this episode, even knowing the ending and remembering that Anne takes the crown, I was just like, Anne lost this episode. Especially since they don't discuss the portfolios at all. Yeah. We see no, once again, no comparison of you did this this week, you did this this week. It never no. gets discussed. There's- and that is your main argument. That and being the only one who booked on the go is the argument for why Anne wins the show. This photo, either option of what this photo is, makes it bad either they photoshopped her body out of and that shoulder is her 
right shoulder or whatever. And then this weird blank space, her body got deleted. Or the way her hair covers, it looks like her shoulder is her neck. Yeah. It's weird. I just not just everything about it is is like I just don't understand how it would even get selected. And I do think that they just hired the wrong photographer. I don't know the guy's work. I'm not trying to say anything bad about the photographer, but it's like, and maybe I just miss Jim Deonker too much, but this just seems like someone <sighs> did not know how to get a model to deliver a cover girl photo. Yeah. Which should not be that hard. But it, I think also the cover girl brand is at odds with Milan high fashion, high fashion Italian Vogue. Yeah. yeah, it's not the same thing. I don't know. There's just something really. I feel so scared of this photo of Anne in a way that I should not be. It looks like well, her. She looks like she's in pain. Yes, and it also looks like her head is on a long, 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 long neck. Yeah, like a Beetlejuice character. <laughs> this is terrifying. And this is when I realized that we were not going to see the shots they took for Italian Vogue, which once again I would assume is one of the reasons that Anne ends up winning. Yes. But I don't know because I haven't seen them. You can even just do an example shot, not even the full spread or whatever. Who cares? Um, I do like that Andre calls Anne a bird that's been put into captivity for a moment. Just a little captivity is a treat. Cash release. A little too much. Private panel. The fish eye lens of the panel table before we get to the panel i just really want to say that i love that Anne's gentle prank move is to deny the high five for 30 seconds <laughs> she does it twice in this episode and it works both times chelsea falls for it every time and, and chelsea's chelsea's we're the best top two ever you literally never got first call out chelsea i think that roberto cavalli is bringing out andre leon tally's worst qualities mm. in this private panel Although I do enjoy his speaking voice. Oh, sure. sure. I actually, I'll be honest, Roberta Cavalli's comments within panel didn't bother me at all. Most of the time, I thought he was being pretty kind to both of them. I agree. I'm just saying I think that Roberta Cavalli's presence is making Andre perform in a way that isn't pleasant. I get that for sure. Uh, I also think that we learned something about Jay Manuel that we haven't learned this season, which is that he hates Anne. He despises Anne and takes credit for Anne's success. It's so, Anne's so interesting because some people in the top model world seem so, like she's so frustrating to work with. And I could see a version of Anne that is frustrating to work with. And yet every time we've seen her work with just one of these many top fashion photographers, they seem fine with her. Yes. She seems like normal for real fashion industry, but frustrating for top model fashion industry yeah well this whole this whole discussion really boils down to there are certain things that we look for specifically in the winner of this contest that Anne is bad at yeah however chelsea none of us are wild about it yeah it really seems like you two did not get the top two people from this competition it also probably is difficult for 13 cycles to basically be looking for one kind of thing in a couple of different forms and then having a cycle where you have to recalibrate exactly what you are looking for in the winter. Yeah. And I think that's probably very difficult for Tyra, especially. Yeah. I just don't think they actually, she didn't really want, like it's these two sides of Tyra that are very at odds with itself that just don't work within the show where she wants this kind of like, 
acceptance from the fashion establishment, but also is so invested in creating her own kingdom and like making women over in her image that those two things just don't fit together. Yeah. And then she gets legit pissed Mm. when Nigel breaks the show by saying, well, actually, they're pretty young to actually know all that much about fashion. Does it really matter? The screaming that ensues. I think she was actually mad. Yeah. Like real mad for once. And yeah, she yells at him. And then screams over him to Andre. It, I, I didn't like To Jay. To Jay. You're yeah, right. Lindsay and Jay, Jay were best friends again for a shining moment. Yeah. When we bring the two women back in. I'm sorry. Can I say the sentence? Please. That Tyra says to them. Only one of you's dream. The dream that so many models have that never accomplish. Ever. Only one of those dreams is going to come true now. It's just so strange to have no comparative language stated. They don't look at the photos. It's weird. It's so weird for a finale. Uh, Anne wins. Anne's dream is fine. After a literal drum roll. I loved when Anne was hugging Chelsea and she did this little stutter little step in stops. her heels, just like can't contain her body. Oh, the funniest moment of this entire episode. Hannah, I know exactly what you're going to do. So Tyra goes to Chelsea, uh, who is standing there like, how long do I have to stand here and hug Anne? Because uh, I don't have it in my body. And then she says, and Tyra says to Chelsea. We've chosen Anne, but you need to say we made the wrong choice. And Chelsea immediately replies, I will. I will. (laughs) She does in two seconds. Oh, I will. Oh, don't worry. Oh, I already have. I've been doing that. You're not just a pretty blonde girl. Now people know your name. Chelsea. (laughs) Chelsea. Chelsea. When, When Chelsea says, like, they'll, like, this whole... They'll, you'll be sorry. You'll be sorry you ever crossed Chelsea. <laughs> <laughs> it really is the energy. We joked that it was a villain origin story, but like it really is. And then Tyra does not take a photo with Anne. Yeah. And well, right Tyra, before, right because Tyra's that. not high fashion. Also, how did we not see Bacon Cat for one last time? And yes, we sir. do not, we do not see a cover of Italian Vogue. Nope. Uh-uh. A cover of Italian Vogue Beauty, a spread Pictures. from either of those magazines. We see Pictures from Vogue.it. Nothing. Nothing. There was also one last little moment before we get into the where are they now, where s- someone said it was Nigel. I don't know why I said someone. I know exactly who it was. <laughs> who, something about Anne being like, I'm normal. He's like, well, guess what? You're not normal. You're gorgeous or whatever. And I'm like, no, say. Guess what? You're not normal. You're America's next top model. That's the line, Nigel. And then you're not creepy. You're fun. Can I just say that in my head, I rewrote that that was what he had said because it's the only choice that makes sense. Yeah. Ugh. All right, let's do Chelsea first. And by the way, this is a marriage name change that is funny and you'll see why. (laughs) Her name originally, her time on the show was Chelsea Hershley. And it became... Chelsea Hurless. <laughs> Hershley Hurless? <laughs> Hershley Hurless. Hershless. Hershless. Yep. She's got no Hershes left to give. <laughs> you know what? And I read I, it. I read it. As, that, I read both of them as Hershey both times. Oh, yeah. Yes. What? Before you get into that, I actually find it really cute. 
when couples, because I know one couple that does this, when couples that have complementary names just create a new last name for yeah, their family. Like I knew someone that was named uh, Swellen and Engard, and their married name is Swellengard. And I'm like, you know what? That's cute. cute. Yeah, love yeah. it. Yeah, she could have combined hers and been Hurls. Hurtless. <laughs> Chelsea Hurls. <laughs> um, her Instagram bio is mama of two beautiful babies, married to my dream man with the, with the best friends and family. And then heart emoji, face with hearts emoji, sunshine, two dancing ladies, <laughs> and I- lips. Do not buy nine this. lords leaping. <laughs> Five golden rings. I don't buy this Instagram profile for an instant. Here's here's the you kind of won't believe it. There is almost no real update on Chelsea. She really didn't model for that long after this. Well, she was and 23, so how could it, she have? One foot in the grave. But uh, all jokes aside, everyone that we know has had some kind of like entertainment e-pivot a lot of music a lot of other things and i was able to find especially since it's we're getting in the more recent cycles it's a lot easier to find social media on contestants just nothing really and i'm not saying i want to be very clear i'm not saying being a a family person is not like a worthwhile pursuit but i'm just surprised given how we chelsea presented on the show well part of me truly wonders if going on top model was really her last go at the thing because she had moved back to Idaho. Like she wasn't, she had tried New York and LA. It sounded like, and I really wonder if it was, this is it. Either I win the show and I do the thing or I'm out. I'm done. Yeah. Yeah. I did find, I had to go back into the world of reality TV world interviews. Um, And I will say she comes across really good in hers. The interviewer is pressing her multiple times to basically say that she was bitter about Anne's victory. But Chelsea, every single time, was like, look, I understand how it comes across. The edit's the edit. I was upset. I really, this con- this yeah. um, competition meant a lot to me. I was upset. But Anne's great. Like, Anne deserves this. I'm not going to take that away from her. It'd be like, <gasps> but she never won a challenge. She's like, yeah, but that's not what they were looking for for this cycle. And, like, I'm glad I won what I want. Like, she keeps repeatedly being like. So I do think that Chelsea is probably someone who just doesn't really have a poker face was really like letting yeah. herself look and react a certain way in the moment little day drunk on wine chelsea all the time do you think there's a world in which chelsea was cast on the last cycle and krista was cast on this cycle and they eat and then they one. each one yeah i honestly think there's a there's potential for that for sure um and then let's get into ann ward there was a very funny thing before we get into where were they now where there was controversy about the trailer for this cycle where that moment in auditions where Miss J puts her, his, his hands around Anne's waist. Mm. Oh, uh uh-huh. Right after that, the shady editors of that trailer edited in Tyra going, there's something about her. I like, (sighs) and we saw the real show. That's not what she was like referencing, but Tyra immediately released a press release being like, that was, I am sorry for any confusion, anger, disappointment of the show, but that is not what I was commenting on. <laughs> and it's a rare time that I think Tyra actually didn't do that. Was did dirty. Yeah. yeah. Anne's cover of Beauty and Vogue was published in May 2011, and her okay. editorial in Vogue Italia was published in March 2011, shot by Ellen von Unworth. 
So did anything ever happen with those photos that Vincent Peters took? Seemingly, it was just for Vincent Peters. Here's an interesting thing. Instead of having what was apparently originally supposed to be just a two-page spread, she received a seven-page spread in Vogue Italia. So they really liked it. And she was also featured on the cover of Velvet Magazine in fall of 2011. And she signed with Paragon Model Management in Mexico City. She also walked for Alex London with Jane. And next cycles, Alexandria and Hannah. She has since retired from modeling and now works as an illustrator and graphic designer for comic books, video games, and animated short films. And she even sometimes hosts live streams of her drawing. Um, And I found she has like 26,000 followers. She's Ann M. Ward 91. And she has a very fun vertical business card, which is an illustration of her. And she's like, get it? I'm tall. And that's really fun. And she has the highest call out average of any winner ever with an average of 2.2. Jesus Christ. Yeah. She was in the bottom. Right? Literally bottom one time. Um, Her drawings and stuff can be found at annwardportfolio.com. And that's what she's currently doing, apparently. Yeah. I quickly looked at both their Instagrams. Chelsea looks the exact same. Yeah. And Anne is a fan of a podcast I also listen to. So cool. Yeah. What a weird, weird top two in so many ways. It feels so weird to feel both bad for both of them (laughs) with how the show treated them, but also like they shouldn't have been top two. Yes. I think this is the only real time that I've had no real won't for either of the top two to win yeah yeah i remember at you know when we were talking about this cycle thinking and saying i'm really interested in examining if Anne really deserved all those call outs and now watching it and being like no but not blaming her really no because like the problem is because she was so wildly overpraised it makes it hard at the same time to remember that she was a good model. Yeah. But I'll say this. And I'm sure if they'd had the footage, they would have used it. I never got that endeared to Anne. No. Like, there are some fun, geeky, cute, egg microwaving moments. Prank with Lexi and uh, Rihanna. Yeah, found- but there were so many other people that I like. I think that's what it is, though. There were so more. many other people that were more likable and had a personality in the parlance of the show i found Anne extremely likable she reminds me a a lot of a lot of friends that i had in high school specifically sure um but it's also just somebody who is not gonna shine on reality television at all Mm, yeah so you're not just not gonna be as drawn to them because this is not where they are activated yeah it's just so different than cycle 14 where i didn't remember that much about krista but was so ready for her to win by the time My God. And with this, this felt le- less like a finale and more just like a... It just felt well, like inevitable. It just, Yeah, it just felt like an extra episode. Like, if this was always <laughs> going to be the end, you could have just crowned her last episode. Because nothing that happened in that 42 minutes had any determination of the outcome of the show. And I think it goes away next cycle, and I'll be glad this cycle should have had a top three. So that yes. you could have padded out this episode, even if the top two was the same, with at least some more Kayla. Yeah. Some more Jane, some more something to to 
get over the boredom. I don't know. I don't. The, the top, the top four to top two thing never worked. Nope. It doesn't. And also, you lose usually a good narrator at that point. <laughs> and they just don't have enough material. They just don't. No, no. Chelsea, I was kind of surprised. I didn't dislike Chelsea, but Chelsea's single-minded determination is kind of what I remembered about Chelsea of just to like, do whatever you want. I'll do it. If I can win this, just do it. It's, you, you know what it is? They wound up with a top two, both of whom are very easy to respect, but neither mm. of whom are easy to love. Yeah. Yeah. There's in some ways, Chelsea reminds me of a version of Melrose, but with Melrose, you got a little bit of fun reality TV bonkersness yeah and we just never got that from chelsea like hannah you said you mostly liked chelsea when she was day drunk that yeah one that was our best chelsea for sure and it was mostly just because of how tired she was and i'm like that should be you at your best on television <laughs> and if you think we're best on television or the podcast airwaves you should rate review and subscribe to this podcast we love hearing from you your hot hot takes your iced iced tea so cool you can also reach out to us at podleadum.com or send us an email at podleadum at gmail.com. Oh, no, I haven't checked our, our P.O. box in a while. I <laughs> will. And also send stuff, and I'll check it more. If you send it, I will go. <gasps> yes. And we've, we've had a lot of, a lot, a lot, a lot of emails coming in. And I want to pause it because we're going to do a mailbag soon. Now I want to do something a little different. Ooh. This is something I'm springing, springing on Alexander and Hannah, but I think ah. it'd be fun. I think we've taught, we have a lot of questions in the mailbag already. And in the past mailbags about our opinions on top model, I would love, because I know some of you are like, Oh, sometimes I just want their opinions on some other reality TV shows too. I say if you have questions about other things that you've heard our interest in or just want to hear about that, we'll make them we'll make them quick, make yeah. them poppy, but feel free to email us for this next mailbag about other stuff. It doesn't need to even be about reality shows. Yeah. Like yeah. if you want to know what the podcast I like that Anne likes, ask <laughs> that. And maybe I'll tell that kind of thing I think could be fun too. These like Quick rapid fire things could be really fun. Oh yeah, feel free. Which teenage mutant ninja turtle are ya? <laughs> they can... all like pizza, right? <laughs> all of them. <laughs> you can find me at Yet Charming. I'm on Instagram at Hannah Jane Ginsburg. I'm on Twitter at JW Crump. And be sure to use the hashtag Podleadum anytime you do, because that's how we see it. So for Podleadum, I have been Alexander Price. I'll be Hannah Jane Ginsburg. And I'm J.W. Crump. And we'll see you on top. Podleadum is not endorsed by America's Next Top Model, Tyra Banks, 10x10 Entertainment, or any of their subsidiaries. It is intended for entertainment and informational purposes only. America's Next Top Model and all names, pictures, and audio clips are registered trademarks and copyrights of their respective trademark and copyright holders. 